Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Game Things. I'm your host for the week, Ming, and today we'll be covering the most recent Nintendo Direct. The first thing that was showcased was, of course, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the upcoming DLC. Frankly, there wasn't really too much shown, no new Pokemon was shown, or anything like that, just a couple of new story characters that was introduced. Aside from that, Pokemon also showcased a brand new Detective Pikachu game, which is called Detective Pikachu Returns, which is returning on October 6th. So if you guys enjoyed the previous Detective Pikachu game, you guys should look forward to the upcoming one as well. Then we got Persona 5 Tactics releasing on November 17th. So Persona 5 Tactics is a lot like Desegia where you kind of move across a small little map and kind of plan out your moves. Persona 5 Tactics did in fact bring back a very interesting mechanic which is the fusion mechanic so you can fuse your personas to create more powerful personas. And of course, Persona 5 Tactics has some pretty cute chibi art because all your characters are chibified which is very different compared to their usual aesthetics. Then we have a lot of Mario based games. So first off, we got a Super Mario RPG. We have a untitled Princess Peach game, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon Remastered, a brand new DLC for Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope that's available right now. Mario Kart 8 leasing their booster course wave 5, which includes a new course and three characters, mainly Piranha Plant, Wiggler and Kamek as well as a very 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 surprising title in the form of Super Mario Bros. Wonder releasing on 20th October. So Super Mario Bros. Wonder is like your olden days Super Mario Bros. game where you know it's a 2D platformer and you just go across the map. But the surprising thing about Super Mario Bros. Wonder is that there's a new aspect called Wonder Flower. If you touch this Wonder Flower, your game basically becomes pretty psychedelic. Your map becomes really weird, the floor starts moving and you can potentially even transform into an elephant which is really cool and really really interesting. Of course there's also the user cast of characters mainly Toad, Yoshi, Luigi, Princess Peach as well as a playable Daisy. So yeah, Super Mario Bros. Wonders which is releasing on the 20th of October seems to be a pretty good game that a lot of people might want to try if they have never really played Super Mario games back in the day. Next, we have a couple of news on Pikmin. So Pikmin 4, which is releasing soon, is going to feature a night mode adventure. So basically in all the previous Pikmin games, you always play during the day, but Pikmin 4 specifically allows you to play during the night. So you can travel out in the map during the night, which is a very, very different aspect compared to most of the other previous games. Aside from that, we also got some pretty great news for people that never played the previous Pikmin games before because the original Pikmin and Pikmin 2 is actually available now on Nintendo eShop. So if you are interested in the game, you can in fact get it right now. And the good thing is, Pikmin 4 will actually have a demo that is scheduled to be released on the 28th of June. So if you guys are interested in the Pikmin titles but have never actually tried it out before, then you know, you can look towards the demo and try the game out when it's available. Next, we also have Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 being released on the Nintendo Switch, as well as Vampire Survivors, a pretty interesting roguelike that is also going to be available on the 17th of August on the Nintendo Switch. Another title that will be releasing sometime in the future is WarioWare Move It. So this game is a bit interesting I would say. 
it kind of reminds me more of a party game because it really isn't a serious type of game. It's more of a haha laugh about it type of game. So WarioWare Move It is basically something like Super Mario Party where there's a ton of mini games, but the mini games involve a lot of physical action where you kind of have to move your body all over the place to basically play the mini games. For example, you have to scrub yourself with an imaginary towel using the two Joy-Con controllers. Or you have to act like a sumo wrestler where you have to spread your legs and spread your arms wide, you know, kind of pose like a sumo wrestler. So yeah, that's basically WarioWare Move It. Then the last and final title that I will be covering from the Nintendo Direct is a pretty odd one because when I first saw the trailer, I was kind of surprised and... I feel like this would be a pretty fun game if you were to play with your friends. So this title in question is called Headbangers Rhythm Royale. So yeah, you heard that correctly. When you hear the word Royale, you guys already know it's a Battle Royale game. But the cool thing about this Battle Royale game is, is that it's a rhythm-based Battle Royale game featuring pigeons. You heard that correctly? You're playing as a pigeons. And... It's not really like a shooter type of game, it's basically just a rhythm game that's a battle royale. And it just looks really, really stupid. <laughs> but at the same time, it looks pretty fun. So that's why I say it's going to be a pretty interesting party game if you were to play it with your friends because you the character models look so dumb, but at the same time, the game actually looks pretty fun since it's a rhythm game. So yeah, if you guys are interested in wacky rhythm party games, then maybe give Headbangers Rhythm Royale a shot when it's released. So that basically marks all the content from Nintendo Direct that I'll be covering today. So let's move on to other news. First up, we got Armored Core 6 showcasing brand new gameplay. Gameplay-wise, it wasn't too flashy. They didn't really show off too much mechanics of what you can do with the game itself. But I would say that the really cool thing is the motion, I mean, the fluidity of the game itself, like you move very, very smoothly, which is kind of surprising considering the fact that you're kind of playing as a robot, right? And when you play like robot-esque type of games, you kind of expect to move a bit more clunky, I guess. But surprisingly, the animations look very, very smooth, which is definitely great news. Then next, we're going to talk about Arc Raiders. So Arc Raiders will have a close alpha that will begin on the 29th of June. So players can sign up right now on the Steam page if they are interested in joining this close alpha. Then next, we're going to talk about Valorant. That's right, Valorant will be getting a team deathmatch, which is 5v5, and each game will last about 9 minutes and 30 seconds and will be split into 4 stages. Aside from that, there'll also be 3 custom maps for team deathmatch mainly Piazza, District, and Casper. So yeah, Team Deathmatch, the classic of all shooter games, is finally going to come to Valorant, which is definitely nice for all you Valorant players out there. Then next, we're going to talk about Callisto Protocol and its DLC called Final Transmission. Final Transmission will be the last and final chapter to the game's story, and the DLC will be available on the 27th of June, on PlayStation and on the 29th of June for all other platforms. Quite frankly, I really hope that this DLC, if any one of you is interested in it, really does the game justice because when the game was first released, it really didn't do well at all, which is kind of unfortunate considering that, you know, it was really hyped up due to Dead Space and everything. So let's hope that 
with this DLC, it actually gives a good ending to the game and players can actually see the game in a new light instead of having a really bad impression of the game overall. The next thing I'm going to cover is called Harry Potter Magic Awakened, which will be launching on the 27th of June. So Harry Potter Magic Awakened is a mobile game. Yes, you heard that correctly, it's a mobile game. So what makes us want to cover this game in particular? Honestly? From what I saw about this game, because the game is actually available already in China, but it's now being released worldwide, Harry Potter Magic Awaken actually looks pretty good. It's a card collecting based game, so you can think like Hearthstones, uh, Slay the Spire, Shadowverse, those type of games, but frankly, the art style and everything looks really different and actually looks really, really nice. And at the same time, of course, you also have the game featuring the main cast of characters from the movies itself, so unlike Hogwarts Legacy, it really feels different and actually the gameplay looks pretty decent, I guess, because I'm kind of a sucker for card games, but yeah, it did look pretty good based on what i seen. So if you guys like card games or just like the Harry Potter series in general, then maybe give Harry Potter Magic Awaken a shot because it is a mobile game after all. Next, we'll move on to some delays. Starting off with Flintlock The Siege of Dawn, which has been delayed to 2024 with no release date as of now. Aside from that, we also have Immortals of Avium being delayed to 22nd of August this year. Basically a one month delay, which is not too bad. Finally, we're going to talk about some games that are being released this week. Starting off with Aliens Dark Descent, available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, and PC. So Aliens Dark Descent is a strategy-based game somewhat similar to XCOM. But the interesting thing about this uh, Aliens Dark Descent is that they also feature a very interesting stress mechanic. So think of Darkest Dungeons. When your players get stressed out, they can have multiple debuffs which can be detrimental. And quite frankly, the game actually looks pretty good because it really represents the alien movies where you are on a spaceship, everything is very dark and you have to move as a group and position yourself properly to cover for any unnoticed threats. But the thing is, eh, like most XCOM's games out there, it has a pretty niche player base, so unless you're really a hardcore fan of strategy games or a hardcore fan of the Alien series, you probably won't enjoy this game too much. But quite frankly, based on what I've seen, it looks pretty good, so I do suggest you give it a shot if you are interested in games like these. The next game that we're going to talk about is Crash Team Rumble. So Crash Team Rumble is a PvP game where you have to collect Wumpa Wumpa fruit. And it's basically like Pokemon Unite, where you go around the map collecting various fruits and try and score on your opponent's base. So yeah, very very simple mechanic, just that it's featuring your favorite cast of Crash characters. And throughout the game you have like some interesting power-ups that you can collect, for example TNT and stuff like that. If you really like PvP games or really are interested in the Crash franchise, then you know, give this game a shot, but otherwise, probably a skippable game. But in any case, the game is available on PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One. Then we have our last and final title that I'll be covering this week, and it is Final Fantasy 16, available on the PS5. So if you guys have not played the demo yet, I actually highly suggest to play the demo because 
the demo was absolutely great. It was about, say, two hours worth of gameplay, but yeah, it was a really, really good experience. Quite frankly, I would say Final Fantasy 16 might potentially be game of the year, and I am really, really surprised if there is a game that might be able to top it being released later on this year. But anyway, more about the game. So the devs have recently announced that Final Fantasy 16 will have a new game plus, and the new game plus is a bit unique. So when we talk about new game plus, a lot of the times what happens is you gain all your abilities and the enemies generally are higher level with higher health, so they become a bit tougher. But Final Fantasy 16 kind of takes a different route. So instead of your enemies being tougher, your new game plus run will effectively feature completely different enemies. So say for example right now, at the very beginning of the game, you're fighting a slime in your original run through. But with the new game plus, instead of fighting a slime, you might be fighting something like a chimera at the very beginning of the game. Which is very very interesting, consider that not a lot of games actually take this route because most of the time people just scale the level, scale the health, and that's about it. Rarely do we see a lot of developers take the opportunity to just straight up overhaul the entire game and just change all the mobs that spawn. So this effectively makes it so that New Game Plus is a completely different experience, which is definitely a very good thing that I hope a lot of other developers also adopt. So yeah, I would say if you have not pre-ordered Final Fantasy 16 or you are not planning to play it at all, I highly suggest checking out the demo and checking out the gameplay because you do not want to miss this game because it definitely looks like a game of the year. Now, before we move on to free things, let me give you guys a PSA. So Steam Next Fest is currently live and during Next Fest, of course, there are a ton of discounts, so be sure to make use of it. Aside from that, Battle.net is also having a summer sale, so be sure to take advantage of that and get as many of your favorite games for as low a price as possible right now. And with that, we move on to our last and final segment, Free Things. So Epic Game Store is giving out Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, as well as The Hunter Call of the Wild. Then we have Prime Gaming giving out Prey. So yeah, that basically marks the end of the episode today. Once again, I was your host, Ming, and I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you guys on next week's episode of Game Things.